Hi, and welcome to Chai Time, the podcast. This podcast will be exploring through conversation the lives of featured guest creatives and innovators as they share the stories of what it takes to build a successful career in the creatives arts industry. It is through sharing these stories that we hope that all creatives and creators out there will be inspired and motivated to continue working towards their goals and dreams. In this episode, my guest is a very gifted Aaron Crucial Rimbui. He takes time to share with me his incredible journey through the Kenyan music industry scene. Truly an inspiring and amazing story. When Capital FM came up in 1996, the show I used to listen to a lot was the Capital Jazz Club with Jack Ojiambo. Right. For 17 years. <laughs> that was, if I was at home on most Sundays, that's what you did. Even when I was in high school in 97, I'd look for a small radio to listen to the show. Um, uh, so here is 17 years later, it's 2013. Uh, they asked me if I can be a... Uh, uh, so I didn't understand, like, but Jack is there. Jack has been... Jack is, mm-hmm. is the dawn, man. So uh, this, like, no, they, they too were, like, want some changes, some new, fresh, something fresh. Because Jack, yeah, 17 is a long time. So like you'd come in and co-host him, but then when I came in, uh, Jack left. So now I was thrown out like, now you're going to be the host of the Capitals Club. I was like, first of all, those are big shoes to fill in. And then, but I was like, you know what? I want to bring in my own, there's new music, a new way. Let's change the, in fact, they say we're changing the entire vibe of the Capital Jazz Club. So when they gave me the go ahead, so now here I am, apart from me being a musician, I... Um, I, I work part-time as a radio host at Capital FM. So that's the other thing as, a, as an artist. Yeah. Um, number one, because it also pays the bills. Mm-hmm. Number two, it also gives you a platform. So if you're a musician, a singer, and you get a TV job, don't restrict yourself. In fact, that is a platform. I see a lot of artists these days with TV jobs and radio jobs. Yeah. So diversify. And so since 2013, every Sunday... Capital Jazz Club, I'm there. And then now, all that jazz uh, had changes. Uh, I, I had to put it on hiatus. Because uh, now it started becoming a bit expensive. Because it's expensive. Because the entire time we'd been doing all that jazz, a lot of the money we're relying on was gate. If there are no sponsors. So if there are no sponsors, you're waiting for the gate to, to pay all the bills. And sometimes the gate, people don't show up. So you have to pay. Yeah. Or hence being Jaganoma's debt, which I found myself being in many times. So music business, if you're trying to make a mark, you have, uh, you have to pay, pay, pay the bills <laughs> and, be, and be in debt. That is, uh, yeah. don't be surprised if you owe your sound, because there's a lot that comes in play. But actually what it ended up teaching me is that I'm also a festival curator. So I know how to put up events. So uh, as much as I put, I've put it on hiatus, because in 2014, I was like, you know what, we did one, then myself, my wife, were like, you know what, this, this is becoming, we can't sustain this anymore. We'd like to, but we can't. But then Project Frame comes back, then another thing happens. The Safaricom Jazz Festival shows up. Mm-hmm. So uh, when, when, when that happens, after Project Frame, I'm called for a meeting, with the CEO, he says, Mr. Collimore, 
like you know we are starting he had been coming to some of my shows so like we're starting this 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 festival and he had always said that we're gonna do a uh, festival and before even the festival myself and kanji regrouped like we need other forms of uh, entertainment we did a couple there's a show called piano and voice which we started doing at the michael joseph center where it's just a grand piano my uh, and it was uh, the Michael the, the Michael Joseph Center is a is a, is, a, is a free venue, so whenever it's available, they and uh, they can give it to you if you're an artist. Uh, so like, okay, that cuts the cost. We don't have a band. Let's do this gig. Where even we don't charge music for music's sake, because I've seen in many other countries they've got these free free gigs. Let's just have fun and invite friends. Yeah. Um, send out an invite, and so we did piano and voice in August of 2008. So, and then my relationship with Safaricom now had started growing. And so in 2014, when the first Safaricom festival was done, they asked me to be the uh, festival musical director, and which was fun, because now I ended up meeting the great Richard Bonner and all these great musicians. Yeah. And, uh, and then now me as an artist, I'd not done an album since 2009. Cause I was stuck. I was like, "There's a sound I'm looking for." I'm like, "But I don't want to do that." Cause Keys of Life and Alfajiri are more what you call fusion, smooth jazz. Uh, actually, Keys of Life is primarily smooth jazz. It's smooth. Um, Alfajiri is more fusion, more improvisation. You know. Yeah. But four years later, I was like, I did some music. I sat down and I was writing, but I was like, "This is not what I want. I want something else." So I'd not done a record, I'd not done... So I just, it was at the back of my mind, I need, I need to release new material. So in 2012 and 13, I did a project with Kanji, which was for hymns. Bruce Odiambo, reconnected with Bruce after all these years, 10 years later, uh, in 2013, we released an album. And then... Um, uh, I, in 2014, is when I was like, okay, now I need to do a record. Safari Comp Festival ends. Try all that jazz, put it on pause. So in 2014 was a, a time of, sell, as a cre creatively, I was looking for new things. I ended up going to Israel for a festival meet. I was actually invited as a festival curator, not even as a musician, mm -hmm. which I found like, interesting which was good because now i met a couple of the guys who i want to be in their festivals as a musician yeah so how how life sometimes throws you know mm -hmm. I, for a long time i always wanted to be in these festivals i ended up being in a meeting where the guys who run these festivals are all there you know so in 2015 which was two years ago i was like okay i think i find out, found out what i want for a record i signed i uh, got into a new management deal with RK. RK had got a management company. And it's always good as a musician, that's the thing. There comes a time when you can't do everything. And I know many musicians are shy to get managers because you're going to pay them. But rather than pay them, everything will work, in my opinion. Yeah. And even the managers, you have to also be very careful with what type of manager you're looking for. So, so tailor your manager. And also managers is trial and error. There's some managers who don't work, there are those who work. So so work, work it out, but also still be in control of your ship. Because even the manager, it's you who knows where you're going. He's the one who's helping. Yeah. In fact, Saudi Soul have a very good model. They're the ones who know what they want. So their manager, Marek uh, Fuchs, mm -hmm. is the one now who makes that happen. 
he can of course chip in knowing them and understanding them say probably you should also go there but they've got i usually say that their relationship with them their management team is how artists should be and their career has changed since they got marek you can see some of the moves they have made because a lot of the stuff that we have to deal with is financial administrative but we are creatives yeah. i don't have time to start thinking yeah. about tickets <laughs> i have no time to start thinking about you yeah. know about suppliers food about the band your side men of course you can but now in terms yeah. of the administrative things who needs to be picked up where which where we're going to rehearse you don't find those things have already been done so for you so i always say manage the musicians actually there's a book uh, all you need to know about the music business i forgot who wrote it but it's actually when used at Berkeley College of Music he first says please get yourself a manager and there's also other things you need to understand things to do with publishing because it's a business yeah we're not doing this as an expensive hobby just to make people happy how you get your royalties you know um, there'll be a lot of trial and error just yeah. like in any business there's a lot of trial and error this doesn't work so understand your publishing understand your 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 also how much you pay is how much you pay commensurate to the working rate yeah um the, the, what people are pay, what people are charging so and also if i decide to, i can't just one day wake up and say today i'm charging $20,000 who are you you know uh you've been charging two you've been charging $2,000 how can how can in 3 months how did it go up to 20,000 what what are you offering new that constitutes to that 20k yeah you know so those are some of the things that um over the course of the many years that I've been in this business that I found out and then what has happened so what I did a new record actually mm-hmm. I'd say that is the album my of the records that I've done myself is the first album that I've been like yes this is what I want to do for the rest of my life And so I did a record called Deeper which yeah. I started recording in 2015 and released it last year in 2016. And at that time I'd gotten back to listening to co- co- the music that I wanted to do I was like how come these South Africans have made it work? So I started eyeing South Africa. I'm like probably one day I should go see these artists um probably collaborate. Yeah. Lo and behold 2016 Safaricom brings some South African musicians who I knew I go and introduce myself. Now that's the thing that many artists fail to understand here. So it's all got it. And a couple of some artists do. Don't wait. I meet this artist, I go, I introduce myself, I tell them this is me who I am. I play this music. I play I have my music on my on my phone. Headphones, they listen. So I played for a drama called uh, Ayanda Sikade. He's played f- with everybody knows is like one of the greatest dramas i have seen him in all credits i'm like man anytime i'd listen to this they're like one day one day one day one day i'll meet these guys i know at least it's not the states because yeah. because sa is and sa has got a big thriving jazz culture so and so i went play at the backstage you know the safaricom jazz festival last year i went and just said hey I've been following you you're surprised that that is <laughs> that guys here knew him and especially myself I'm like yeah so out of the blue he says I've got a gig on 22nd of April mm-hmm. uh the guy who I usually play with his name is Duduzo Makatini one of the greatest musicians I've had of late from South Africa fantastic piano player composer producer 
Um, so it's like he'll be away. I don't have a pianist. Which is surprising because AC has got very many pianists. <laughs> so he would have gotten many pianists. <laughs> Probably was looking for a different sound. So he was here. He was touring. At that time he came here with a... He was uh, the drummer for a fantastic musician called Sia Makuzeni. She was, she's a trumpet player, vocalist. So she was in the band. So, um, uh, so he asked, I say, I, I immediately say yes. I even didn't have any details about accommodation, flights. I said, I'll do it. Because that's two months before. So now, uh, later I'm like, then he tells me now, unfortunately, I don't have, I don't, I won't, I won't host you. I don't have money for accommodation. I can't pay you for flight ticket. I told, I said, you know what? Probably this is the door that I've been waiting for. I look for the money and take myself there. It means staying with my relatives. Uh, just came out of SA again. Did uh, played at the Orbit actually. Uh, um, started playing now in a couple of smaller venues here. Yeah. Because um, the scene has changed. Uh, what happened a few years ago is that um, a lot of the work we're getting was from corporates, uh, but now corporates seem to to think that. Uh, out, I don't know why, but they just uh, they prefer DJs. Probably they're inexpensive, not too much drama. So now, a lot of the live music is not happening anymore as it used to be because I think they think we are too too expensive. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, so now I've had to. We, a lot of us live musicians have had to adjust, even to what we used to charge before to accommodate what's happening. Either if I start charging 500k or 600k. I won't get the work, you know. Uh, so I have to see what's happening. So I'm doing a couple of smaller gigs, um, a few more tours. Mm -hmm. um, just get it, as I said, getting ready to release my new album. And uh, what else am I doing? Uh, still at Capitol. I also curate and I help with the technical direction and musical direction for the Koroga Festival, which is a festival yes. for Capital FM. So at Capital FM, they saw, because of all that jazz and me being in the scene, they're like, you know what, come and help run this. So I help with the, with the curating. Curating means a festival curator is the person who decides which artist, yeah. what vibe, what look and feel. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, so I help with that. So that's what's on my plate. That's awesome. That's awesome. Um, and the last question as we wrap up would be, with such a rich musical journey, um, you've already gone through a couple of highlights and lowlights. But if you were to redo this again, um, what is one thing that you would do or do better? And the last question would be, what is one thing you would not do? I think one thing that I'd... Uh, you know, it's I can't say one thing that I'd do better because, you know, these are lessons that you learn. You don't... Yeah. So I... The lesson that I'd say, the lessons that I've learned that are moving forward mm -hmm. out of the, especially, let me start with the things that I would not do. I think I'll, I'm learning how to pace myself. Number two, I'm also a human being first, not a musician, then a human being. That means that I need to take care of my human needs. Stop when I need to stop, not burn out, uh, not get caught up with pressure to perform, pressure to be someone. Just be easy with who I am. Uh, a lot of the vices, if I may say, that musicians get into is because you're, you're always on performance mode. So you've never had time to be in yourself. Um, so a lot of the depression, burnout, anxiety issues, drugs, the highs that, the reason why it's said that artists abuse 
substances is because we are empty. But that emptiness, who causes it? You are the one who has the control. So I think one of the things that I'm moving forward is just to be, to be a bit more um, mindful about myself, pace myself, because I think I've been pushing myself. Um, I've had a burnout, and burnouts are not very nice. Um, there are many musicians who don't recover from burnouts. I think I, I'm just getting out of getting out of one, may <laughs> I say. And so um, I think that's 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 what I what I've learned. So it was painful, but I've learned. Um, I think, that, as I said, there have been some very nice highlights. Um, uh, uh, one of the big realizations is that there's also a world outside Kenya yeah. that is moving on, that is not waiting and thinking about us Kenyans. So the more we start thinking internationally, the more we make our dent all over the world. So uh, when you get out there, that's when you realize, like, well, 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 well. <laughs> no one is sleeping, waiting, and thinking about you. So... It's an ouch, because sometimes you can be in your small pond, that there's, but there's a bigger ocean out there. And, uh, and, and you get challenged by what other people are doing. As, uh, uh, today I was Eric Wanaina, and he said, people are not sleeping. <laughs> and they're not waiting for you. As you're thinking, so are they. So there are millions of others who are thinking about these great plans to release music. So just, um, it sounds cliche, but just keep on, I think, work and stick to it. Decide what you want to do. And just focus. I think sometimes we get caught up with other things. And so you can become okay, but not excellent. I think I am more of the school of thought for excellence. Uh, do, do the best that you, that you can do. And uh, last but not least, uh, don't make your desires into your goals. You're going you're gonna to crash. <laughs> Reason why? Because desires have no, you have no power of your desires many times, but you have power over your goals. Yeah. Let your goals be what take you to your desires. There you have it, guys. That's Chai Time, the podcast. Uh, stay tuned. We look forward to hosting another great artist. Until then, dream, do, be. It's Chai Time, the podcast. Yeah.